0: Good morning, Bucknutters. It is Tuesday, June eleventh, two 2019. I am Dan Rubin. This is the Bucknuts Morning 5 and Change. If it's Tuesday and we're back on schedule, which we are, that means one thing. Dwayne Long is here. Dwayne, how are you this fine, sunny morning?
1: It's I'm just enjoying the spring, this long spring, man. We deserve this. We haven't had an early spring in a while, and we haven't had one that stayed with us for a while. I mean, we're in the heading into mid-June, and I, we haven't hit 80 more than a couple of times. It's not been wet. I'm loving every minute of this.
0: Yeah, Today is one of those days that Mr. Bucknut's always said, if Dayton had plenty of days like this a year, we'd have 800,000 people living here. This just in, we don't. Here's what we do have. One of the finest institutions on earth in our state, we call it the Ohio State University. They're good at football, and they recruit at a high level. Evidence of such on Sunday. Grant Tutant, if anybody here claims they were a Grant Tutante expert heading into the weekend, kudos. He was a Penn State commitment out of Warren, Michigan. He is now a member of Ohio State's class of 2020, an offensive lineman, and it looks like a pure tackle prospect, Dwayne. First of all, your thoughts on Grant Tutant as a prospect, and then maybe how he fits into the mix with Ohio State.
1: I think he's a right tackle. I mean, Any of them could slide down the guard, but I see this kid, as a right tackle, there's so much to like about him. He, I, I love offensive linemen that are on balance. If you've got your base, you can do anything from there. If you have it in your head to keep your base. And this kid, you don't see him reaching. You don't see him doing so many of the bad habits you see. And the way I understand it, I believe I heard he's only played football for a year. Uh, don't hold me to that, but I, I do believe that that was stated, and that is incredible. That this kid's only played football for a year. It makes this that much more of a of a great steal taking him away from Penn State and putting him on our roster. He's got size, he's got reach, he's, he's just he doesn't have bad habits. That's one thing I loved about this kid. He moves really well. Like I said, I just you know you say well he could kick down the guard. I don't think he's going to. I think he's got right tackle written all over him, and that's one thing I really wanted to add to this class, was, was more guys who can play tackle. So uh, I couldn't be happier about this flip, and the take him away from Penn State is icing on the cake.
0: And that sums it up pretty well right there. He's a classic right tackle prospect, and you can just look at his offer list. I think it would have grown had he not committed to Penn State as early as he did. Credit to Ohio State for staying on it and making the flip Let's talk about another interesting recruiting battle that we had play out right in front of us, really. Kind of a, I'm not sure how many times I've seen this, where Joe Royer out of Cincinnati and Luke Lachey, the legacy, were at camp battling for a tight end spot. I think most people, including myself, thought it would go to Luke Lachey. The offer went to Joe Royer when the day is over and the crystal balls have started flipping. Royer will make his official visit to Ohio State the weekend of June 21st. What are your thoughts on the decision compare the two prospects, and what do you think it says about Gay that he picked the guy who isn't a legacy and whose dad doesn't do the games on radio?
1: Well, see, I think that that was weighing uh, on so many Buckeye fans is the the um, uh, legacy aspect of it. I just never was really sold on the shade from the start. You could go back and see things I said on the message board. I just did not see... This Ohio State caliber kid, I I don't see a great deal of athleticism. Uh, You know, he's got really great hands. That's one thing. And he's got size. Uh, He just does not have – you look at Royer, you see an explosive athlete. I mean, he comes off the ground like an elite wide receiver going up after the ball. Uh, He's got speed. He's got a great willingness to block. He will definitely put his heart in it. I love his level of competition over over Lachey's. It's not even close uh, who who he's competing against. He's got hands. He's got it all. I really thought this was a great offer and I'm glad this decision was made. I just was not sold on Lachey as an Ohio State guy beyond, uh, I think he may have been a solid kid, but I think Royer could really help this offense. He's kind of size wise that's the one thing where he got to go with Lachey. He was just uh, Royer's not as big a kid he's more between uh more of an HVAC type um, uh he would be a big h back type he's uh he's that good enough size there it's not like we're we're talking about a, a guy that's undersized. I love the I saw of Royer from the first time I saw his tape. I think this was this was a right decision and uh hopefully he makes it official here when he does it.
0: Dave and Bill Curlick summed this up yesterday uh, really well. I give Dave credit. I mean, that's not an easy thing to do, to go against a legacy pick like that who obviously wanted the offer and has now the crystal balls have flowed towards Michigan State, so it seems like that uh, ship has sailed. Whether he's right or not, we'll we'll find out. But the fact that he's even willing to make a decision like that, uh, I think speaks very highly of him. We had it in the boarding house yesterday. Kevin Wilson, the tight ends coach, has always been sold on Royer and had him as the number one guy, and it was the camp that actually flipped the rest of the group. So good on Kevin Wilson for having the good eye on it. Speaking of big guys, we just found out that Ben Chrisman, one of the best offensive tackle prospects in the state of Ohio, class of 2021 actually, and we're already talking about him, will be at the visit June 21st, a host of other great prospects. What's your feeling on Chrisman? Is he worth all the
1: hullabaloo we've been making about him? we're not making enough hullabaloo about him. I'm going to tell you this. This kid, I watch offensive linemen. This kid is just so outstanding. Talk about not having bad habits. And he's a young kid. He played last year. I mean, I don't know if he had his driver's license. He's always on balance. He's got his feet up under him all the time. If an offensive lineman is on balance, Dan, he can always recover. And this is a kid, he doesn't reach, he plays with a nasty, he's got great feet. This is a left tackle, not just a tackle, this is a left tackle. This is the guy that so when Paris Johnson decides he's going, this kid just kicks over from the right side onto the left side. I would love to see that get started here at Ohio State, is you're grooming your next left tackle, or right tackle, to take over for your left tackle whenever he leaves. That is what I would like to see. I can see that happening with Ben Christman. I love that he's moved up his, his uh, visit, and I, I could see him committing, and this is huge. This is a naked giant uh, verbal if, if we get Ben Christman, This is a five-star all the way. If he's not a top three lineman in the country next year, it's because it's a great monster year for offensive linemen. He could be the best offensive lineman in that class. Wouldn't surprise me at all. You just don't see faults in this kid. Uh, and when, once he hits the weight room, which he hasn't yet, he is going to just be a monster. This is one to get really excited about, Buckeye fans, if we get this kid in. And all indications are that he's definitely going to be a Buckeye and there's a real good chance it could be over with when he's over. Well, that is some good
0: analysis. Let me clarify that. When Paris Johnson moves on, it will, when he say that, he means it will be on to another major American city to play left tackle for their professional football team. And also what I like about Chrisman, what you said about the weight room, he's still got the baby face, man. He's still got some, some baby cheeks, and it's just an enormous human being. That looks like the left tackle of the future and another homegrown product, hopefully, so that's wonderful. Speaking of wonderful developments, Clark Phillips, Class of 2020 defensive back out of La Habra, California, thought to be a battle between Ohio State and Notre Dame. We got that word on the BM5 a little while back from Steve Wiltfong, who knows his stuff in the Midwest as well as anybody, especially when you're talking Notre Dame and Ohio State. He said it was a Notre Dame-Ohio State battle. And then today, Tom Lloyd, Notre Dame expert, flipped his crystal ball for Ohio State on Clark Phillips. That's not something an expert from a site like that wants to do. Given the battle, your thought on the idea of adding Clark Phillips to the fold for Class of 2020?
1: Oh, it's, it's huge. It's huge. We're kicking defensive backs out of here, especially cornerbacks, at a very high rate, Dan. you got to replace these guys. You know, everyone's crowing about defensive back you. Yeah, you know what defensive back you means? You, you're losing players every year. Look at what's happening. And replacing them we've done a really good job of doing that is is uh these guys going high in the first round and we bring in more and this is another one this kid's a real player he doesn't have the elite size that we've been uh bringing in a cornerback here in, in recent years but he's got plenty of size i mean he's he's uh, uh above average as far as a cornerbacks are concerned he's a baller he goes and gets the football he's got great speed great instincts Outstanding on the ball when the ball's in the air. This guy, he says it's mine. That would be huge. And with a guy like Aloy coming in, and uh, not only Crystal balling him away from Notre Dame, but the Crystal balling him to Ohio State, that that pretty much says we're going to get this one done. And that would be huge news. There's some concern about defensive recruits in this class. Uh, defensive back seems to be the one area where I think we're going to be just fine. We're going to we're going to have a real nice defensive back haul. And uh, this kid's one of the reasons why. I'm always impressed with kids who, out of California,
0: just look at the entire country. If he was being recruited by Notre Dame, you know his academic standing is strong. And this is a quick twitch athlete and another pickup that would be wonderful. And like you said, I think not only a strength of the program now, but the fact that they have become cornerback U for the NFL, once again playing in their favor. Dwayne has once again played in our favor. We appreciate you all stopping by. Have an awesome Tuesday, Nutters.